listening to Making Meaning Together. I'm Melanie Maxwell. And I'm Raina Young. We're talking about navigating our individual worlds together. We're so happy that you're joining us today. Hi, Melanie. How are you today? Hey, Raina. I'm good. I am hoping my children watch their movie and stop jumping off the couch. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yes, my my guys are sleeping and outside, so hopefully no one comes barging in. Um, but such is the life of being a mama. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, today um, we are here to kind of have a little conversation around um, your business and its name and the meaning behind that. Um, which is how we're kind of starting off these first two episodes. So today's topic is finding magic in the deep. So yes, maybe just start out by telling us what that means to you. Yeah, I think, um, what it's really about is exploring those depths kind of in our internal world Um, and finding the magic that comes out of it. And I feel like that's something very challenging to do for deep feelers and sensitive people. Um, But there's so much, especially for deep feelers and sensitive people, like there's so much good stuff in there when we do explore it. Um, So that's why I came up with the name. But I sort of it's a very visual thing for me because, um, as I was thinking about my coaching practice and what I want to do in it and who I want to work with, um, I did this visualization and I was like diving deep in the ocean Mm -hmm. and finding pearls and, admiring them, but then letting them float away to the people that needed them. And sort of that's how I see what I like to do or what I sort of what motivates me, Mm -hmm. you know, like I explore my own depths and I find things that can help other people and I share it with them. Um, And I think we all have treasures in our own depths. Um, if we are willing to explore them, which is kind of scary, like in the visualization, like there was a nice path that I was walking along and I could have kept going, but I felt called to like jump off this cliff into the cold ocean and go into the dark. And I feel like that's kind of how it is with really, I want to say like intense people. I feel like I'm sort of an intense person. Um, like internally. (laughs) And I feel like that's how it can feel. Uh, It can feel kind of intimidating or scary to even experience that inner world, but there's like a lot of real magic in there. Um, And I think that's why some of us can have such big feelings, but not feel fully alive because we're not really going like down there on purpose, 
and intentionally right. and seeing what we can find. This is very like metaphorical, but I, I you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, <laughs> I totally do. And I think that that's one of the things that I love so much about it and the image it conjures for me is exactly that. Like it is, it's acknowledging, well, and even what you just said, this, that it takes a lot of courage really to like be with ourselves in the depths of what we're feeling and experiencing. Um, yeah, I just, I love that. And I love that you, what you do is you hold that space, um, to, for us to find our own magic. Right. Um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about, um, like wh- how you, how you go into the depths it like, it, cause you just talked about how like, that's a little scary sometimes, which I know for me, for sure. Like that's who it's taken me a while to get to the place where I've felt safe enough and supported enough and, um, courageous enough to go into my own depths. And like you said, that is totally where I have found magic that has been hiding there for so long. Um, because I was just really afraid to look at it. So yeah. How do you support yourself to go into the depths? Yeah. Um, I think, it was really important for me to do it with someone. Um, and it still is like very important for me personally. Like if I'm exploring my own deep feelings and thoughts, um, it's still really important for me to do it with someone because I think it can feel, um, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I think without the other person, sort of like leading the way or um feels like turning the light on or, or you know <laughs> um helping you through you can get sort of lost in it um mm-hmm. and i that's why i love coaching so much like being coached myself also because um although i'm very good at feeling big feelings sometimes I need to be prompted or like not led necessarily, but asked certain questions to help me find the actual magic there and the answers that could help me move forward because otherwise it's sort of just spinning in the darkness. Um, And like with a lot of being coached and receiving therapy and having those people who help me feel safe and also help me sort of not just wander aimlessly in the depths of my emotions and thoughts, but help me take what I need from them so that I can move like forward in life. Um, But I think now I've gained some quite a bit of skillfulness because of that. Like Mm -hmm. I know how to find the answers that I'm looking for. And I know how to notice certain thoughts that I'm having that might otherwise have kept me sort of spinning in the dark feelings. Because I think like we, we can either avoid dark feelings or like equally, I don't know, troublesome um, is like wallowing in them um, and not using them, like not alchemizing the darkness Mm -hmm. and not, um, like learning from what's there, taking like 
those important pieces from what's there to move ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to do that a lot. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, no, I totally feel my feelings. Um, and I realized with my therapist, like I wasn't actually really feeling my feelings. I was thinking about them and, and mm. like just sort of spinning in them and not actually right. feeling them and taking what I need to move forward. It was like kind of, I was getting stuck there. Yeah, totally. And it makes me think about, um, like the fact that like, I mean, this metaphor of the o- this ocean, right. And how, when you think about, um, people who do like, um, I'm trying to think of the, what it's called, um, but it's like free diving. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's what it's called where they like, you know, they don't have any oxygen support and they go down and down and down yeah. to the depths. And yeah. it makes me think about the fact that when people do that, um, they have like a lifeline, like a, a basically a long cord that they can climb back up. And in a way, like that supports them to feel the courage to go down to these mm. spaces in the ocean that no one goes to that are, you don't know what you're going to find down there. It's completely unknown. And in a way, like what you do is kind of be that cord for that person to like safely go down into the depths to really feel, feel and be with themselves and whatever they're experiencing. And then you help them to come back to the light, you know, with whatever, mm-hmm. you know, pearl that they've received down there. Um, like that's at least how I imagine it. Um, yeah, and I just, I feel yeah. like that's just so supportive, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a gift that I have received, um, sort of that lifeline to come back up from the depths and yeah. like as, I, an image that came to mind is like when you're down there, it's very dark. You can't really even see the pearls. Like you can collect them, but you can't like mm-hmm. examine them. You can't turn them into anything down there in yeah. the water. Like you have to come back up um, and look at them in a way that feels safe and like you're dried off. Right. There's sunshine. Like you can yeah. really see it clearly. Um And that's a gift that I've been given by coaches and my therapist. And I love being that person for other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the more I've spent time in my own depths, I, in a, in a funny way, like I feel silly saying it or like, I just, I like the dark feelings. I like mm-hmm. bring me your embarrassment and your shame and your fears. I just love exploring that with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because there aren't many opportunities to do that, like in yeah. life, <laughs> in society, there's not yeah. that many opportunities to like really go there, you know, yeah. We were talking about, I forget when we were talking about this, maybe on Wednesday. It's like, I, I'm fine. Like, fine. You're supposed to be fine. Yeah. We're all fine. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Like, yep. <laughs> so I like holding this space to not be fine at all. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> because it feels very real and alive and like intense and... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think in some ways the goal is 
to, I guess, move ahead with knowledge from the depths. But I also think there is a sense of like deep aliveness that comes just from being in the depths, like just yeah, being there um, yeah. without the goal to get out of it, if that makes sense. Totally. I think so. And I think also it's making me think about the fact that for me anyways, if I don't go to the depths of the things that are a little bit more painful, um, you know, you like you even once, um, I was, I was messaging with you and I said, I'm just, I'm trying not to feel overwhelmed today. Mm -hmm. And you had this beautiful reframe for me or just suggestion of, you literally just said, what if you let yourself feel overwhelmed for just a couple of minutes? And it was like my whole day shifted because in the space of allowing myself to actually just feel overwhelmed, just to feel the sadness and the pain and the grief or whatever was happening that day, it actually loosened it up. And in that day, I felt more joy and more happiness and peace alongside the parts that were more uncomfortable. But in the moments before I let myself just feel what I was already feeling, but was trying to push away in those moments, I wasn't even able to access the joy. Um, and that's something that I've really worked on myself. Um, and I think like you support me through this a lot, um, in all of our conversations is like holding the awareness that we can't really just numb ourselves from the painful, um, experiences and emotions as deep feelers, like we are numbing ourselves from feeling all of our feelings when we numb ourselves. Um, and that, that was something when I realized that I was like, Oh my gosh, no wonder it feels really hard when I, like when I'm trying to just quote unquote cope, I'm not able to, I'm like, it could be a sunshiny day and I could be with my kids and we could be like having the most beautiful moment. But if I'm not, if I'm grieving something and I'm not allowing that, I don't, I also am not allowing, um, the access to the joy side of it. So yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but, <laughs> but that just feels, yeah, like it, there's this two-sided thing. And, um, when you open one door, you open the other door also. Yeah. I think that when we don't allow the exploration of the deep, what we might call negative feelings, mm -hmm. then we don't, we don't have the capacity for those big, good feelings. Um, and that was definitely the case for me. And it's also why we have like these behaviors we can't quit. Like, because we have all these, like, not only are we trying to numb out these really intense quote unquote negative feelings, but we're also not fully feeling the good feelings. And so it makes sense that we want to like eat or watch TV or drink or do anything like that because a, like there's a lot of big, intense, negative feelings. I don't want to feel and B, I don't feel alive in my everyday life and I need some sort of stimulation. And I yeah. feel like for me, and I think for a lot of people, food is really tricky with this because food can numb intense feelings and stimulate and make you feel like it can give you that dopamine hit or make you feel alive or 
um, have that sort of feeling that you can't seem to feel naturally. It's sort of like, um, yeah, artificially feeling good. Um, at least for me, like, especially with sugar, it can kind of give a thrilling feeling to eat it. Um, and I think when we lack those ups and downs that are naturally wanting to happen in our emotions, we kind of like use other things to deal with it, like to numb out the downs and to create artificial highs. Yeah, totally. And I mean, it makes me also think about the fact that like, we are, we don't grow up with, um, at least I didn't grow up with a whole lot of, um, support around having like, fluctuations in my feelings. Right. So it's like, I mean, I, I think a lot of us are told as children, especially like, just be quiet, just be calm, just be happy, Mm -hmm. just be. And that's so hard to like, then become an adult. And you're like, I'm having all these feelings and naturally, like, you know, we go through so many big things as humans. Um, whether that's like having children or, you know, moving somewhere or starting a new job or, um, taking an event, like taking a trip. Like there's, there's a lot of different feelings that come along with any big thing we do. Um, or even just any small thing. Like, I mean, <laughs> I feel like day to day, like in the span of a day, I'll, I'm the kind of person that moves through a lot of different feelings. Yeah. Um, and it was truly like for a very, very long time, I just felt like there was something wrong with me because mm-hmm. I wasn't the kind of person that could even look or like even pretend to be fine all the time, you know, um, that was all like pretty much always a lie to just say that I was just fine. Usually I'm either, you know, I'm tender or I'm, you know, um, really excited, but I, I rarely, I think like just fine, just fine, yeah. just plain old fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and maybe that's like the deep feeler part of it, which I love that term too. Cause that, really resonates with me when you told me about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, it's true. Like when I was a kid for me, it was like, you're, you're just, you're being dramatic. Like you're just trying to get attention or you just like, you're making it up or you're, you're overreacting. Um, and so, I stopped like becoming aware of my feelings in a way until it would be like so big. Um, Mm -hmm. and I feel like especially after having babies, like the, the bad feelings were so big, like so huge. (laughs) So I did like a lot of trying not to go there because it was extremely difficult to, it felt very unsafe to feel bad. Um, but I also felt like really dead inside and this has been, I've been the past like few years, I've been feeling more and more alive inside instead of dead inside, which like, I mean, just like you said, instead of feeling kind of emotionally flatlined during the day, like fine or not that fine, (laughs) it's like. I feel angry, excited, like sad, and then passionate, and then like all different kinds of feelings in a day. And I think that's where the aliveness comes from. And so 
I wish I knew that before. It's like, why do I feel dead inside? It must be because I'm not achieving my business goals or something um, from my old business. And so I'd push, 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 push. And by pushing in sort of achievement ways, I was even more so not feeling things because who has time to feel things when you're trying to like force your, force your goals to happen. Um, and I think this is something I'm not perfect at by any means. Like I continue to deepen the work I do around feeling my feelings Mm -hmm. and, it always sort of makes me laugh when I realize, you know, through coaching with someone or in therapy or something, and I realize, oh, there's feelings there that I didn't know I had because <laughs> it just yeah. makes me laugh because that's what I like to help other people do. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, as humans, especially like as children, we were taught to not not have those big feelings. And so it takes like actual work to go back to our natural state of having the feelings and like experiencing them all the way. Like sometimes I would just notice my feelings or think about my feelings, but not actually feel them. Um, So it sounds kind of silly, but that's like been my work for the past couple years to actually feel the feelings, not just think about them. Yeah. I love that distinction too, because I think that, um, you know, that's a much more comfortable space to be in is the sort of analytical, Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm having this feeling and I'm going to figure out why I'm having the feeling and I'm going to figure out how to fix the feeling. And like, what, what is the one thing I need to do or learn (laughs) in order to, you know, like that, I think for a long time was my thought process and it just drove me Mm -hmm. crazy because it was like, oh my God, I've tried everything and nothing is working, you know? Um, but yeah. (laughs) And I wonder too, (laughs) right. And I wonder too, like, as you're, as we're talking about this and this idea of like, you know, even through one at, at the span of a day, like allowing ourselves to, to move in and out of the depths. And, um, I imagine, and I'm, I say this mostly because this is how I felt before I you know, embarked on this journey um, of of really being more honest with myself and allowing space for the deep, the deeply felt um, emotions and experiences. I imagine that that might sound pretty scary to people. Like I know that for me, I was afraid that if I felt it, I would do something, or it would it would do something mm-hmm. to me, or something bad would happen. Like if I felt any sort of rage or anger. I think that's the emotion that I have, Mm -hmm. have had the hardest time with personally. And like you were saying after becoming a mama, um, and I, it's interesting because talking to other mom friends, um, I think that's like a common thing, right? That we, um, you know, like I'll speak for myself and a few people that I've talked to, but you know, where we may be, and not everybody experiences this, but I definitely was the kind of person that's like, I'm not, I'm not angry. I don't ever get angry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. I'm really nice and sweet and kind. And not that that wasn't true, but I mean, I think we all, we're human beings. It's our human nature to have these different emotions and anger and rage is one of them. Um, and especially when you have good reason to, and you know, I think a lot of us grow up with things that happen that have perfectly good reasons to evoke that emotion in us. And yet to stay safe, um, we suppress that. So like becoming a mom, it was like, I was like suddenly angry about things 
that mm. that terrified me. I mean, I remember just feeling like, oh my God, who have I become? You know, I would just, I would have this sort of like explode in me and, yeah. you know, then thankfully for therapy and coaching and realizing that, oh, that's basically cause you're like a volcano, like of, of like held in emotion. And then, you know, it's got to come out somehow. But I guess my, my long winded question <laughs> is, um, what would you, how would you, what would you say to someone, um, that was maybe feeling fear about this idea of going into the depths and finding magic there? Yeah. I like that you brought up like postpartum rage because yeah. <laughs> I think, I think our, you, you and me, like our experiences of not feeling our feelings is slightly different in the sense that yeah. you tell me where I have it wrong, but it sounds like you noticed a feeling coming up and you're like, Nope, I'm fine. And for me, it's sort of like, it wasn't like, I don't register the feelings, like right. don't even notice them there. I'm not actively trying to not feel them. Yeah. It's almost like, because I'm thinking, I don't even know, like, I can't really describe it, but I'm like, Oh, I'm mad. Oh, <laughs> like I didn't know. Like I wasn't trying to actively not feel mad, like yeah. in my own head, but I remember feeling like so angry like something about having crying babies in the middle of the night just triggers your anger. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And same for me. I was like, Oh my God, like what's happening to me? Something's happening yeah. to me. Like this is, this is bad. Like I was sort of scaring myself. Yeah. I broke an ice cube tray out of anger, plastic one. <laughs> yep. And I was like, this is it. This means I've lost it. Um, and so I saw, you know, I was like, this is terrible. Like, but what, what I realize now is like, she just needed to have an outlet mm -hmm. and get some rest and yeah. like get some support. Yes. Um, and so I think when, I think our emotions become explosive when we don't actively intentionally go into the depths on purpose frequently. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's hard to remember to do it for some reason. I think I'm thinking a lot. I'm not feeling a lot. And it mm -hmm. sounds like what you're saying for you, it's like avoidance of the depths because yeah. it feels intense. I think either way, if you're not doing it frequently and just experiencing what's there, it does become that sort of explosive. And you're like, why am I so pissed off at my husband? Like, this is ridiculous. Like it wasn't even a big deal, but your whole, you're just so mad yeah. yep. <laughs> like, yep. or snapping at your kids. Like it just takes something small can take you over the edge because you're not actively experiencing your feelings over and over again. Um, so I think that if, if those big feelings feel scary, that's actually more reason to do it more often. Yeah. And I know that's like, ah, but it's still like scary <laughs> to jump off the cliff and into the ocean. Um, but it really is about doing it frequently so that it's not so big and scary. Um, yeah. and also I really feel like doing it with someone is so beneficial, just like you said, yep. with the, the lifeline. Um, and 
it's interesting because sometimes I think we think our feelings will be so huge and they're going to be so overwhelming. Um, and then someone holds space for us and just, you know, is there for us, asks them yeah. some questions and holds just like so much loving acceptance for our feelings. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then there's like, I think too, the thing that I just feel like is such a, almost like a gift and a balm and a healing in this, even just in this phrase, this idea of finding magic in the deep. It's like, you're giving us permission to not only feel it, but to actually celebrate it, to see it as Mm. a gift, like to see this as a gift that we have, that we're able to feel so deeply. Because I think that as big as the anger can feel and and as scary as the rage can feel on the other side or mixed in or however it all works um when we like that's how big we also feel joy and love and compassion you know like it is it's all really big um yeah and and i really appreciate um you like speaking to how the thing that's scary is the explosive, um, out of mm. control feeling, at least for me. And yeah. what you just said, like rings so true to me as well in my own experience is that the more I've done this and the more space I've held and the more I find ways to practice going into my emotions, being with them each day, the less I react. Um, like I, yeah. I've had a lot of family stuff happen recently and situations where in the past I would have been totally triggered and I would have had that kind of explosive reaction or like, um, gotten kind of, uh, frustrated or resentful. I was able to like watch myself moving through them with like this grace and ease that is so new for me. And it was really like, really made me able to reflect and see that, wow, it wasn't that I, it wasn't that I wasn't triggered at all. It wasn't that I didn't still have feelings. It was just that I had so much more space around them. And Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I was aware that I was having them, they didn't take over and like run the show. Like I didn't, I was able to like step back, feel them, explore them. Um, and I think that's where like the more, we do this. Um, and the more we work with other people to have that safe space to explore them, the more we're able to like feel it without it making meaning in our world, you know, um, or like carrying, like for me anyways, it sometimes feels like I would get carried away in it, you know, um, like I'd dive in, but then I wouldn't, I'd forget how to swim or something, you know, and I'd be like, Oh, (laughs) just carried off in the current. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. I like, how you described watching yourself have the feelings and having mm-hmm. that space. Because I think when, I mean, it's sort of two part, like when we can get space from our feelings, it's easier to be with the feelings. Yeah. And also the more practice we have being with our feelings, we can get more space from them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think maybe that's where the magic part comes in is that, I think us deep feelers and sensitive people experience the world in a really 
powerful way that not everyone does. Um, And if we can observe that happening in our own mind, we have a lot of amazing insights and a lot of amazing guidance for others, perspectives on the world that we can share. And I think that a lot of us feel like there's something different about us, but until we can recognize that as not necessarily a bad thing, we can start observing it and sharing it in a way that makes the world better. Um, But if we're too close to that, the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings, we're not in that sort of observing mode, noticing, recording, and like gaining the insights. We can't because we're in it too much. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it makes me think of like something that I often remind myself is I am not my thoughts and I am not my emotions. (laughs) You know, they are happening. I'm experiencing them, but... um, like having, yeah, like having that little bit of space, um, really is like relieving because I think that's where the fear is, is that it's like this fear that I am the rage that I will always Mm -hmm. be in this feeling. Um, and yeah. And just like remembering (sighs) that I am not the rage I am not, and it won't last forever. And, um, yeah. And in fact, it'll last a lot less long if I (laughs) allow space for it to move through me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And also that space to ask, like, what is this rage about? What can I learn from yeah. it? Yeah. Because um, without that space and the willingness to be with it, you can't learn what it's telling you and it'll just keep coming back. Like, yeah. ask me how I know. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it makes me think too about the fact that, like, that kind of like connects to like this idea of the magic down there is like something I realized recently as I was kind of like uncovering shame and my shame stories and all of that and where they came from. And I realized that like they were covering up like a lot of really amazing things about myself that I was afraid to even acknowledge or allow because I was ashamed of those parts of myself. Um, And in some ways it's like, right. (laughs) I love this because this is why it's, I feel always weird saying it, but I love shame, not in like, I love that people feel shame, but I love what's under the shame because it's always like intensely powerful what's underneath the shame. Totally, totally. And it makes me think also of like jealousy is another one that like Mm. it feels so uncomfortable. And I think a lot of us are like, oh my God, I do not want to look at that. I don't even want to admit that I have jealousy. Like, holy crap. I'm like, I'm ashamed of being jealous, you know? But then when you like, when you look at it, from like, what can this, what can I learn from this? What is, what is this emotion or this feeling trying to tell me? Like, what is the sign this is giving me? Um, and then there it's like, for me, usually it's just, oh, I really want to do something that I'm not allowing myself to even acknowledge I want to (laughs) do. Um, and from there it's like, we did like, we disentangle ourselves from it being about that person and we Mm -hmm. get to actually, work with something because we can't change anybody else, but we have a lot of power to choose our own reality. So I love that so much. Yeah. I like that you said that because I think that the things we're searching for to create the lives we really want and really feel alive in, they're under those yucky feelings (laughs) like they're in there (laughs) um and so if it feels like hard to 
do what you really want to do or you don't even know what you really want to do um, and you can't even imagine what you want to do or you don't let yourself like or you don't feel alive if it, even if you are doing the things you thought you wanted to do it's all yeah. under yes. <laughs> those like yeah. why am I so angry why am I so jealous why am I feeling so embarrassed or ashamed it's all under there and that's yeah. why I like I like embarrassment and shame totally. it's like Maybe that's where my scientist brain comes in. Um, It's like, what's here? Yeah. Let's look at this objectively, um, which can feel hard to do with feelings, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's all about gaining that space so that we can figure out what's there because that's, to, to me, that's, those are the keys. Like everything we're searching for is in there. Yeah. Um, Everything that's, you know, we can't move forward, we can't create, we can't be, it's all, the the reasons why are all underneath those yucky feelings that you'd rather avoid or our brains don't even register because we're so used to, nope, no feelings here, just keep going. (laughs) Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I, I really appreciate you, like, um, speaking to that, because that, that really resonates and, and it just takes me totally back to like a few years ago. And, and like this, like, I remember not, you know, we're coming up on the new year, of course. And I remember in the past, like, I really, there's something I, I really do love about the new year. Like I know that yeah res, new year resolutions are a bit, you know, they're kind of problematic in some ways, but there's something I love about a fresh start of, of anything. Yeah. Honestly, it could be like yeah. a, the morning and the next month. Like, I'm just like, let me start over. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things is just to begin again. Um, and, but in the past, like whenever anyone would ask me like, what are, what do you, how can you envision yourself a year from now? What do you want? I was (laughs) like, are you kidding me? I don't even know. I don't know what I like. I don't know. Like I, I just really truly could not access, um, anything about that because there were so many layers of shame and guilt and, like mistrusting myself, feeling like I couldn't like all of what we're talking about, like this, um, fear of feeling anything. Like if I were to even feel into a dream, I'd have to acknowledge that I don't feel like I deserve the dream. And I don't feel Mm -hmm. like I feel ashamed that I have a dream and, you know, just, there is a lot there. And so I, I love, I love that it brings you so much joy to walk into those depths with people or to dive into those depths with people, because (laughs) that makes it less scary for me anyways, is like to do it with someone who can say basically like, I've got you. We're going to do it together and we're going to find magic down there. So don't worry. Like we're going, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I just love that so much. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. What are, what are some ways that you, um, practice this work on like for yourself, um, of kind of going, like finding that magic? Um, yeah. And maybe it's on like a day to day thing or, or a bigger, grander scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a daily practice person, although maybe that would be, I don't know. I feel like I just, I probably won't. Um, but I, for me, the best way for me to go in the depths, even though I'm someone who loves doing it with 
like for other people with other people, mm-hmm. I also need to do it with other people. Yeah. Um, for me, not so much for safety, mm-hmm. like I did before. Before it was definitely like I needed someone else so that I felt safe going there. Yeah. Now I feel safe going there, but I feel like sometimes I need some prompting or um, there's something about verbalizing feelings that helps them come out. Um, at least for me, I'm definitely a verbal processor. Like I could talk for a long time about all my thoughts and feelings. Um, and so for me, I, I can't always do that by myself. Um, but something that I do on my own, um, since we, we learned this tool, like in our program called the work, um, because I'm such a thinking person and not always taking it the next step to feeling it, um, I really like this tool because I can often notice my thoughts, but then I leave it there. I think that, like, I used to think that was feeling my feelings. Yeah. So what I'll do is whenever I notice a thought, I'll use the work on it because basically in the tool, it's like you take a thought and then you imagine yourself in a situation where you would be thinking that thought. And then the question is what happens and how do you react when you believe that thought? And that's what prompts me to feel the actual feelings that come up from that thought and be with them in a very like real visceral way. Not just like, I feel sad, but like in the tool, you're doing it with your eyes closed. You're imagining yourself like, you know, the last time I was planning a business project, I thought to myself, no one likes me. So, you know, just for an example. Yeah. And then you're imagining yourself there and actually feeling what happens in your body and emotionally when you think that. So that has been really key for me. Like even just this morning, I noticed I had a couple thoughts that came up and just in bed with my eyes closed in my own head. And sometimes I do write it down if I find it like I really want to get real details. Um, But if I just want to make sure I'm feeling feelings about things that I'm thinking, I'll just do it in my head and just ask myself like what does happen when I when I'm thinking that emotionally yeah um and just being with those feelings I find they can start to it loosens up like it's not so intense um but for sort of bigger things I do like to do with someone Mm -hmm. um and you know what I feel like in our world we're supposed to be able to do everything on our own yeah. Um, and even, you know, I am sort of, it feels funny calling myself an expert at like facilitating space for feeling deep feelings. Um, even I also need that space facilitated for me. And yeah. we are like, as humans, we depend on each other. We benefit from being in, in the same space with each other, having that connection It's all very important and necessary for our mental and emotional and even physical well-being. There's nothing wrong with needing support for that. Like that's just being a human person. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and I think there's even something to be said that 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 is such a courageous um, 
and like honest and real way to hold yourself is to know that, um, for me anyways, like I finally, I I think for a long time I did feel like it was like a flaw, like, Oh, I'm, Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, I'm broken or whatever, but like to actually realize that I'm not broken at all. I'm just a human being in my human being experience. And when you're that close to it, um, you know, like it can be very hard to ask those questions and to, to even know how to like sit with it. And I, that, I love, I love that you use the work. Um, and I know you do that a lot and I, I just, it's so inspired. It's inspires me to remember to do it too, because I think the other thing that I love about it is that it, it asks you to go back to that moment when you were feeling it. And so there is this sort of space from it where you're not in the middle mm-hmm. of that moment, but yeah. you have this, like, it's almost like you're kind of doing, um, in a, like on your own, what you do with, um, with a coach or with a therapist, like you're giving yourself that space that held space and that safety that's slightly pulled away from the middle of the experience and the heightened senses of it. And then you like, let it move through you. Um, and I, I love, I, I feel like that's just such a, a beautiful way to do it. And then also like remembering that like, those thoughts are kind of in so many ways, like a little doorway into how we can feel it, you know, because sometimes like, like you were saying, and I do really resonate with the, the fact that I don't necessarily always know I'm feeling it. Sometimes I know I'm feeling something and I'm numbing and sometimes I can be pretty, I can get aware of it. Definitely not in the past. Um, in the past, I mean, I would be like my, I feel like my family members especially would kind of call out like, you, you seem kind of, uh, frustrated. And I'd be like, no, I am not frustrated. What are you talking about? You know? (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I just think that that's such a beautiful way to, to do that is through the work, um, the work of Byron Katie, um, which if anyone wants to look it up, it is really incredible. Um, yeah, you can totally do it on your own. Yeah. Um, especially like there's worksheets and stuff like Maybe we'll link when um, for people to use because it is a really powerful tool and it's one that's very, yeah, like if you're a thinking person like me who's always thinking and thinking that that's me feeling things, (laughs) (laughs) it's very helpful because I'm often aware of my thoughts, but I'm not often aware of my feelings. And like you said, it's like a doorway to the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Okay. Well, is there anything else that we want to leave our friends with (laughs) before we say goodbye until the next time? I'd like to know how you help yourself feel your deep feelings since I just shared mine. Totally. Um, I think for me, um, it's, I think it's a couple of different things. One is it's really, I mean, therapy and coaching are so supportive to me because I, I think that as much, even with, um, having practiced this for a few years now and gotten more comfortable with it, um, there's still, to be totally honest, some fear there, um, of what I'll find and if I'll be able to make it out of the depths, you know, there's like a little bit of like, Mm -hmm. what if I get stuck down there? Um, so that's really, a really supportive space for me is like actually seeking out resources and help and supportive spaces. 
But I think another one for me is when I'm walking, um, and I often will walk while I'm on my therapy call because there's something about moving my body and Mm -hmm. that's like ability to sort of process it in motion. Um, and I think for me, probably for a lot of people, but I know for me, I've always had a lot of neck and shoulder and back pain and I know it's because of a lot of held in stress and yeah, same. stuff. <laughs> and my so, neck hurts right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so the act of like moving my emotion, like literally imagining myself moving my emotions through me really yeah. helps me. And it also helps me like gain perspective and something yeah I'm definitely like somebody who is really I do a lot of good processing in motion yeah (laughs) Um, it just you made me think of something that's sort of silly but I was watching a YouTube video like how to help a reactive dog on a walk right and a lot of the advice is to like don't stop like keep the dog walking because it sort of takes the edge off of the triggers yeah. <laughs> like be there to support them give them the treats and reassurance but like keep walking because yeah. it helps them like take the edge off the the feelings yes I <laughs> yeah. I am that dog please keep me walking <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it oh, me too oh this has been such a delight and um yeah I just feel like it's such a gift I mean it really does. Like ever since you uttered the phrase um, and told me the name of this beautiful business of yours, finding magic in the deep, I, I just I feel like it's a little, a li- it is a little lifeline for me, like to a reminder that um, that there is magic in all of this. So thank you for coming up with that and sharing your magic. <laughs> and thank you for like finding stillness for me. It was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that I do need to prioritize that. So. Equally, um, I have loved talking about that with you in the previous episode, and it was so awesome talking about finding magic in the deep with you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they do kind of go hand in hand in a way, which is Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, I will see you later. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. And Shay is here. Shay, you want to say bye? Bye. Bye, Shay. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us in this conversation on Making Meaning Together. For the full listener experience, subscribe to our Substack at makingmeaningtogether.substack.com. The link is also in the show notes. We hope you'll join us again soon.